Welcome to the Brevis Consulting Living and Learning Podcast. Now to your host, Shivraj Prashad. I am so happy that you have chosen to join me today. As founder of Brevis, I work with a whole host of exciting folks and together have the privilege of serving companies, leaders and institutions across sectors and geographies in order to enhance their learning culture. could almost get lost in the lilting sound of that tune now that's a song written and composed during this time of lockdown by my friend Sharif Rangnekar Sharif thank you so much for speaking to me on the Brevis Living and Learning podcast thank you for having me Shivraj i think this is fantastic what you're doing much needed now and generally needed i think in india So typically I would ask my podcast guests to turn down the sound when we speak but clearly music and the creative arts are your companion or shall I say soundtrack to your life at a time like this totally it's it's, it's very much very much connected i just can't see or imagine a day without music around me so i pretty much start the day in the morning with music playing in the house because it just makes it easier both for my mom and me to have something going on in the background rather than our own voices So the real catalyst for this conversation Sharif is the track that I teased just now see you on the yeah. other side of corona what is the genesis of that composition Well Shivraj it came from firstly thanks for sharing it among with other people it it really came from a place of anxiety and paranoia it didn't really it wasn't like I I sat down and thought that okay I have to do a song and it wasn't like in complete isolation of what was happening around me. I'm sure a lot of us have senior citizens at home like I have my mom I don't like to call her a senior citizen but she is and she has problem you know respiratory problem so I've been I've been petrified with all this covid-19 stuff and I was also very scared that you know we still had till a certain day had help coming home this is before lockdown so until there was a decision at home that there's going to be no one coming at home i couldn't sleep and the moment we had decided that i felt so much more relaxed i had this tune in my mind and i just wanted to tell everyone that somehow the other we have to overcome this so that's where it really came from so somehow it turned out to be a kind of a calming easy song i, I sang on the go And that's just about it Sharif you've worn so many hats journalist publishing heading a communication and advocacy firm then music composer lead singer of the band friends of linger curator of arts culture and advocacy event embrace author and festival director for india's first lgbtq rainbow lit fest if i were dare to ask what would you say most defines you i think at the end of the day uh I'm a communicator because I think one thing that's in common trait across everything that I've done has been communication. But I think I've tried to use communication as a means to advocate certain things, certain rights, certain thoughts, you know, that come to me and then share it with others. So I think that's been something along the journey and I think that's that's what's core, what's at the center to tell stories. 
So Sharif, I've known you for over 20 years and you've been somewhat of a very passionate person. And the one thing I've always seen as your superpower is the ability to take any issue, get to the core of it, and that's what you were just referring to, and creatively turn it into something everyone can relate to. Is that a valid characterization of what you do and who you are? Yeah, maybe I think you're right, Shivraj, because I've never really thought of, of myself, uh, of who and what, because a lot of these things are instinctive. I mean, even the song you're talking about was instinctive. It was it was sitting in my head, what I felt I just put out at that moment. So I think uh, I've used video, I've used audio, writing, and I think maybe you know me better. <laughs> no, and you know, there's this whole phenomenon I've been reading about, and of course, this time gives you a lot of opportunity to do yeah. delve very deep into yeah. thinking and of course the one thing that you've dealt with a lot is loss and stress and there's an old notion of playful mindset where sometimes the creative arts the avenues of music of taking time off it's almost like when you work out in the gym and you tire muscles you need that time out to become stronger and be able to cope with what life offers you. I think a lot of your creative journey is linked to that, isn't it? It's definitely there because I don't think you've noticed I've hardly ever written love songs per se. You know, I think many people are writing it. I'm not averse to love songs. I write I write very limited love songs, maybe because I'm influenced by Bob Dylan as such or a John Lennon. I mean, the, the, their outlook to life. It it gives you a lot of satisfaction, you know, deep down with that you've been able to share because I'm sure, just like Shivraj, when you in- interview so many people, you've been doing that for, for donkey's years, actually. At every point, the questions that you raise are also coming from within you, the things that you want to find out. And at the same time, then you go and share it. So I think for me, it's been it's been always that, that finding out things and sharing it because I'm sure there are many people as ignorant as me before I ask those questions. I think that sharing part gives me a lot of relaxation. It takes me away from other issues, day-to-day things that bother a person or stresses one out. But now I, I would say in the last three years since I moved out of a nine-to-five scene, more of my focus and energy has been towards advocacy, towards you know using music or creating events that bring a variety of people together so that we can share. I'm a little less stressed now. Sharif, you are someone who's also an observer of life and I've seen that in your writing, you, like you said, it isn't about just writing love songs, is it right? It's about advocating and looking at larger issues. We've seen a global phenomenon of artists and creative folks taking to the digital medium to soldier on, despite, of course, all their events and awards going on hold, often to fundraise for very frontline issues. Do you think that is the way forward for the creative arts now? Yeah, I think the creative arts uh, has always had the ability to say things that are not said in the mainstream to start with. You know, come to the fore when when things are down for everyone. It's very sad that actually the creative arts doesn't always get the kind of respect it needs to uh, under normal circumstances. But you've seen uh, uh, you've seen in the past when we had issues of droughts and poverty and starvation in uh, Ethiopia, etc. And there was a band aid which came in, you know, with Sir Bob Geldof out of UK. You've seen, even in India, during the earthquakes at Latour, etc., you've seen Jagjit Singh, Gulzar, and various other people come forth. And they're not necessarily very, very commercial artists in the same way as, let's say, a Bollywood star. But they've always done that. And today, as you're pointing out, I think because music itself is so calming, uh, poetry itself can connect with a certain emotion, it kind of has a way of drawing people in giving them a sense of calm at a time where 
there's just so much that's bothering you or disturbing you. And that's a great way to provide something to people, give them that little bit of a balm, but at the same time tell them that, hey man, there are a set of people, there are nations which require help, there are minorities that require help. It kind of brings in people and appeals to their consciousness because there's a softness in that communication. There's a, there isn't that kind of commerce around that always makes you think that there's a business behind raising funds, but there isn't when it comes to an artist. And I think that's how we, we so often have managed to raise funds. And we're seeing independent Indian artists who are who are doing that, who are going online on, in, in Instagram and raising funds for in a certain state, a certain village. We've seen that internationally also in the case of what Lady Gaga just recently did with so many other artists. It's all yeah, yeah. I actually read a very interesting meme, is that what you call it, online? Yeah. Where, yeah. where a renowned film director said at times like this, everyone's watching shows and films on the streaming sites, they're listening to music, they're listening to podcasts, and also consuming art and exhibitions online. And what the meme said is, hope they will finally give artists and creators their due when all of this is over. Now, finance and sustainability have always been an issue. Do you think, ironically, we've come full circle that when we get out on the other side, art and music and the creators of all that wonderful art and music will get their due? Listen, I'll be very honest. I don't want to sound extremely skeptical about how people behave. But I think if we see a renaissance, okay, if we see what happened several centuries ago after a plague, if we see something like that happen in terms of how people behave and how people consume, then perhaps the arts would get a lot more respect, a lot more funds, so that artists can sustain their lives. Very tough to for people who are only doing music or only doing art. It's extremely tough. And that brings me to the next question, Sharif. Are you in touch with your band members and your creative networks? What's next for them? What are they saying? What's happening? Well, I think, yeah, I mean, I'm in very much in touch with my band members as well as other artists. Well, they worried that maybe a few months down the line, will there be any work? Will some of the schools that they're teaching at still keep them and retain them? Will students that they have still pay them? And I think the biggest problem is going to be no gigs, no no venues available, because I don't know how many people would like to gather in an audience even five months down the line. That's at the back of their mind. The great thing about artists like the ones I know is they're still creating music. They're not giving up hope. They still hold on to their guitars and drums and keyboards, etc., and are perpetually trying to think of new ideas. They're waiting for everything to normalize. They're amazing people. They've got resilience, which I think many others won't have or don't have. And finally, you touched upon a nerve, the fact that people are picking up their guitars, they're using music to calm them. Tell listeners what would be your top tips to tide over this time, this very uncertain time, using the creative arts or at least consuming them. Music, definitely. If you're sketching and you used to sketch as a kid, just try it again and see what you can create. If you're into painting, try and paint again. If you write, if you try poetry, just what comes to your mind. Because remember one thing is even when you when you do food, when you when you create anything, anything that creates that, that from your hands is usually from your heart. It's your expression. And never lose your expression. And this is the greatest time for you to kind of connect with how you look at the world. Don't wait for an audience. And I just want to leave people with this one thing. John Lennon once said that one of the most beautiful sights and the most artistic moments in life every day is the sunrise. 
and the sunset. But when it comes to the sunrise, it's strange that there is no audience because most of us are sleeping. But the sun continues to do that and create that sunrise every morning, no matter who's awake, who's asleep. So that's the great thing about art. And I think explore it because you're going to feel great because it's really personal. It's really intimate. It's you. It's an extension of you. Sharif Rangnekar, even as I thank you for speaking to the Brevis Living and Learning podcast, could you leave us with a strain of your creative superpower, a limerick, a tune, or even a song? I wrote something just a few days ago. So this is really about artists. It's about music. It's about the questions you raise. It's a poem, so we're going to turn it into a song. The gift of lines and the gift of words, the gift of voices that you've never heard. Gift of song, however long, lies in independence, else the freedom's gone. That's all right. As a public communications trainer, I sometimes find it exhilarating to dig deep, research already established wisdom, speak to experts and thought leaders to turn it all into my very own gold dust to help you. Making a will in India is the most important thing you can do at this critical time. Next week, we speak to dual-qualified lawyer Sanam Singh on preparing for the afterlife, making wills and beyond. I hope these conversations have helped you in any way. If you have any questions, inputs, ideas, or would just like to connect with me or anyone in my network, shout out by writing in to me at shivraj at brevis.in. And don't forget to either follow or subscribe by searching for the Brevis Living and Learning Podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts.